welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Astrology for Real Life, a no BS guide for the astro curious. I'm also your host for this podcast series. And if you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 149 of Astrology Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on astrology. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. All right, let's get into today's episode. So today we're talking about Venus retrograde, and I've got a special guest, Lisa Stardust. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, thank you for having me. It is so good to talk to you again, and I know you've got a lot going on, including a new astrology deck, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but I think we want to start out, I always like starting out thinking that if there's somebody new to astrology listening to this, they might be thinking, what the heck is a retrograde? So could you explain in layman's terms what a retrograde is? Of course. So when we say retrograde, we don't mean that planets are moving backwards, except for when we talk about Uranus and Venus retrograde, only because Venus and Uranus are the only planets in the solar system who are in the opposite rotation as Earth. So technically, they're already moving backwards from us anyway. However, when we talk about retrogrades, it really just means that Earth is moving faster than the planets that are around us. So all of us are familiar with Mercury retrograde. It happens three to four times a year where we all feel like hell has frozen over and that the world's ending and that all of our exes are coming back, technology's failed, and we are getting DMs from friends we haven't spoken to in forever. So that just means that Earth is moving faster than Mercury. And Mercury is the planet of, you know, technology, information, communication. So in that case, Mercury is really assessing the way that it communicates and gives information. Now, when we talk about other planets that are retrograde, particularly Venus, which is happening from December 19th until January 29th, always 40 days and 40 nights. The pre-shadow began on November 17th, which was two days before the partial lunar eclipse in Taurus. And the post-retrograde ends in the beginning of March on the 3rd of 2022. So we have a long time that we're dealing with this energy. So get used to it, folks. But Venus retrograde just means that the planet Venus is slowing down. We know it's an opposite rotation as the Earth naturally. So during this time, a lot of things get really wonky around love, relationships, and money. And we feel them on Earth at a grand scale. And usually this can lead to situations where we're uncertain about partnerships, or maybe you can really redefine partnerships and understand your values. Also understand the way that you commit to people, how you invest your time and energy. Venus is a social planet. It also represents our values, our social graces, societal norms. So when it's retrograde, Maybe we're just saying we don't agree with 
you know, having to be asked out. Maybe we want to be the one who asks someone out. Maybe we don't want to invest in our 401k. Maybe we want to spend that extra cash on something lavish or nice. Now, with all retrogrades, including Venus, I always say keep your receipts because you may want to return the item later on or your style may change because Venus also is clothing, luxury goods. Also, do not get a haircut. I made the mistake one time of getting bangs when I had Venus, when Venus was retrograde and let's just say it was not my best choice ever venus represents the hair so oftentimes when venus is retrograde people want to get these really crazy haircuts and try out different hairstyles and hair colors don't do it wait until after just because you know it could go awry now i have my natal venus retrograde in cancer so I kind of have learned to deal with the energy, but I always feel that I'm going into relationships backwards. So until my Venus turned direct by progression last year, I really, you know, before then I just was jumping in head first. Now I kind of dip my feet in the water, get to know people, get to see their vibe, and then I can make assessments instead of going full in. Venus retrograde can do that to you. It could also make you a little more intuitive when it comes to partnerships and how you spend money. And it can make you a little bit whimsical and a little bit, you know, eccentric in how you save and spend your money. So one of the things I've heard about Venus retrograde is that you should never get plastic surgery during a Venus retrograde. What is that all about? Is there a truth behind that? I mean, here's the thing, probably not, but (laughs) if you really have to get a plastic surgery for whatever reason, let's just say you have an accident and you need to get plastic surgery, then there are times that you can get surgery. For instance, when Venus and the sun connect during the retrograde, that actually is a great time. That's something that astrologers called Kazemi, which is the heart of the sun. And this year, it actually is what we call the Venus star point. And that occurs on January 8th. So January 8th, if you have to get plastic surgery, if you have to get your hair done, if you have to make an investment, use that time for it. Um, the Venus first Venus star point of the year occurs on January 8th. And that's when Venus, the earth and all link up. And basically it creates a five pointed star in the sky. And that's a great time to manifest love and money and all that goodness. So I've also heard that during Venus retrograde, you can collect money that's owed to you. What do you know about that? Yes and no. Um, I people people owe me a lot of money. <laughs> um, yeah, you can. You can always collect money during Venus retrograde and Mercury retrogrades. I've always found though that Mercury retrograde and Pluto retrograde are the times when people get really aggressive about it just from hearing stories but Venus retrograde is a time to get money back if it's owed to you 
Um, it's also a great time to discuss looming bills. So if you owe the IRS a lot of money or if you owe your credit card company a lot of money, you might really consider changing the plan mm-hmm. because it might work in your favor on January 8th. <laughs> so what do you think about people who suddenly get inspired to text their ex during a Venus retrograde? I hear this all the time. So many times I've heard people say, oh my God, I, uh, you know, I, I don't know what got over me. I texted my ex and I, it, a lot of times it's either during a Mercury retrograde or a Venus retrograde. What are your thoughts about that? Um, I always say, go for it. If you're feeling like reaching out, do it. There's nothing wrong with communicating with an ex just to check in. I actually have gotten back together with exes that I've contacted during Venus and Mars and Mercury retrograde. But having said that, I have Venus retrograde natally in my chart. It never lasts though when you get back together with someone during a retrograde because there usually is this sort of energy that you don't understand about the relationship, in my opinion, but it's never a bad time to do anything. I'm a firm believer, but if you want to do something, do it, right? Mm -hmm. Just don't do it during eclipses when things are going to get a little bit haywire, but reach out to your ex. You know, I often keep, you know, an eye on them to see what they're doing. And I have Venus retrograde from afar, you know, but reach out. It's a great, you know, it's a great time too, if you're looking for a friendly check-in. This Venus retrograde also aligns with Pluto, which means that you could create the same arguments that you had before if you're not careful, which is why I wouldn't advise you to rehash drama. But if you're just looking for a friendly check-in, go for it. Um, you could be the third party or the triangular Plutonian situation in their life because maybe they'll think that you're the one that got away or vice versa. So watch out for that. What's rare about this Venus retrograde is that Mercury also turns retrograde in the middle of Venus retrograde this year. So Mercury will be retrograde on January 4th to February 3rd sorry, January 14th to February 3rd. And that is a first Mercury retrograde out of the year. And for those who don't know, there are actually four this year. So, you know, we start off the year with a Venus and Mercury retrograde, and we have two new moons in January and also a full moon. So there's a lot of popping, exciting energy that happens all around this time. Yeah, January is certainly going to be a loaded month, let's put it that way. So I've got one more question to ask. Does, for Venus retrograde, what about getting married during Venus retrograde? What do you think about that? I often advise people not to get married during the retrogrades. Now, let's talk about this for a second. If you're having the party, yeah, have the party during Venus retrograde. Okay, fine. You know, but if you're signing the contracts or if you're going to you know in Jew in the Jewish um religion it's a ketubah but if you're also going to sign the marriage contract the marriage license at city hall don't do that during a retrograde wait until before or after to sign the marriage license but why not have the party? You know, maybe it would be a really great time to reconnect with people that you haven't seen in a while. I love that. 
Now you've got a new a new thing that just dropped, and I want to talk about this too. The astrology deck, your guide to the meanings and myths of the cosmos. So can you tell me more about this deck, how people can use it, where they can find it? Sure. So um, like a lot of people, I have learning disabilities and I'm a visual learner. So I really wanted to create something in which people can have a hands-on approach to learning their birth chart and astrology. So the astrology deck, it's a deck of 70 cards and each card has a different asteroid, a different zodiac sign, a different planet on it, et cetera. And it comes with a pull-out wheel in which you can understand all of the houses. And then once you pull up your birth chart online, you can put all of the signs, asteroids, planets in the houses alongside the chart to really get a visual experience to learning your how to read a birth chart and your own birth chart. Well, I love those hands-on tools because like you, I tend to be very visually oriented and having a, a thing like this where I can actually play around with the pieces and put it together. I think this is an amazing tool for people who really want to get started, but even people who are teachers could probably use this to teach their students too. This could be a remarkable yeah. tool for teachers, astrology teachers, or really anybody who loves astrology and just wants some sort of a visual aid as they are studying their own chart or the charts of other people. I mean, I agree. And I definitely think that if you're going to take online classes, this also is an aid that can help you advance your studies so you can gain more knowledge. For me, when I learned astrology, I was reading books, I was taking classes, I was getting readings. I didn't just do one thing. And I right. think that's really great to kind of cultivate your knowledge and experiences. So where can people buy the deck? You can buy it at Chronicle Books. You can also buy it at Amazon and everywhere books are sold and starting I want to December 14th. And I want to remind people, yeah, that's coming up really quickly. Uh, I want to remind people too, to don't forget to contact your local indie and metaphysical bookshops and request the astrology deck, because sometimes we need to let them know what we want in stock. So make sure you do that. And if you are uh, thinking about gifting this to someone as a Christmas gift, uh, you probably want to make sure you get your pre-orders in. So that way you can ensure the deck gets there on time. So make sure you keep that in mind. Lisa, it's always so great talking to you. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about your work? Um, You can find me on Twitter at Lisa Stardust underscore on Facebook at Lisa Stardust or on Instagram at Lisa Stardust Astro. And it's always wonderful chatting with you. I always enjoy our talks. You're such a wonderful person and you have such lovely energy. Thank you so much. And I always love getting together with a fellow Gemini. So I'm high-fiving you right now virtually. (laughs) And you have so much knowledge and my audience really, really Uh, love the last time we talked. So I know they're going to really appreciate you sharing your wisdom with them today. So thank you so much, Lisa, for making the time. Thank you so much for having me. All right, people, that's all for today's episode. And if you're enjoying the show, I want to remind you to get on over to iTunes and leave a kind review, because that is the best way to help new listeners discover the show. And of course, I appreciate that so much. 
And for more fun stuff, head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including my free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and so much more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And remember, no matter what's going on in the cosmos today, even Venus retrograde, ultimately you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss and you've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode.